Hello, welcome to the Wednesday, September 14th, 2016 edition of the Sands and its Storm Center's Stormcast. My name is Johannes Ulrich and today I'm recording from Las Vegas, Nevada. Today we kind of got a patch Super Tuesday with patches not only from Microsoft and Adobe but also updates from Apple. So let's start with the probably most important set here and that's Microsoft. Microsoft released a total of 14 bulletins, seven of which are rated critical. Now one of these bulletins is for Adobe's Flash Player which is also included in Microsoft products like its browsers. The first two bulletins MS16 104 and 105 are as usual for Microsoft's Internet Explorer and Edge the monthly cumulative security update. These fix a number of different vulnerabilities, uh, most importantly one that already has been exploited in the wild. Luckily it's only an information disclosure vulnerability that could help an attacker to exploit other remote code execution vulnerabilities in the browser. Essentially these information disclosure vulnerabilities allow an attacker to learn more about Internet Explorer's or Edge's memory layout which then makes an successful exploit for another vulnerability more likely. MS-106 is a security update for Microsoft's graphics component. Uh, something we have seen uh, before, these graphics kernel drivers can be used to execute arbitrary code, so certainly you should patch these rather quickly. Similar MS-16-107, the usual security update for Microsoft Office fixes yet another set of vulnerabilities that can be triggered if the user does open crafted Office documents. MS-16-108 gets a little bit more interesting again. This is an update for Microsoft Exchange Server. It does actually update the Oracle outside-in libraries. We have seen vulnerabilities in these libraries before. They are typically used to convert documents and many different pieces of software are using these libraries. It's not just Exchange Server. Oracle did fix a number of vulnerabilities in these libraries back in July in Oracle's last quarterly critical patch update. This update for the Exchange Server does patch Microsoft's use of these libraries in Exchange Server. So the problem here is that these are kind of known vulnerabilities. They can be exploited on Exchange Server if an attacker sends an email to Exchange Server with a crafted attachment. MS-16-109, that's a security update for Silverlight, fixes one vulnerability here. Uh, this vulnerability is actually not all that uh, critical. Uh, well, Microsoft rates it's important, uh, but also exploitability is only at three, meaning it's unlikely to get exploited. If you still use Silverlight, uh, patch it, but that's probably one of the less critical uh, client patches here. 
MS-16.1.10 is an update to Microsoft Windows. The more interesting vulnerability kind of being patched here is CVE 2016-3352. While only information disclosure vulnerability, essentially what can happen here is that a user connects to an external website, which uh, then does initiate an MTLM single sign-on authentication request. And uh, the user system may leak credit credentials in this case to an untrusted resource what they patched here was that if your system is configured uh, to be connected to a public uh, network or a guest uh, network it will no longer respond to these authentication requests this vulnerability has already been publicly disclosed uh, but according to microsoft they are not aware of any actual exploit attempts MS-16.1.11 does patch uh, some approach escalation vulnerabilities in Windows, so no remote code execution here. These are all these typical Windows kernel vulnerabilities that we have seen pretty much in any of the prior month's updates. MS-16.1.12 uh, is a security update that fixes a problem with the Windows lock screen. Essentially, what this does is if an attacker is able to have physical access to the system, is connecting a mobile broadband adapter or another uh, network uh, connection, then the attacker could execute code on the user's locked computer, which then of course can lead also to unlocking of the computer. This sounds very much like the exploit we have seen recently with the USB stick that emulates an ethernet adapter. It doesn't say that uh, this particular vulnerability has already been publicly disclosed or exploited. So not really sure if they're talking about the same problem here or just something similar. The USB stick vulnerability we have talked about in the past, it usually involves involved uh, WPAD, so that's not mentioned here. So there may be another way here how an attacker could execute arbitrary code. MS-16.113 does fix the information disclosure vulnerability in Windows Secure Kernel mode. This is again one of those uh, memory information leak vulnerabilities that would allow an attacker to successfully exploit other vulnerabilities by itself. Not a big deal. MS-16.114 does fix a remote code execution vulnerability in SMB version 1 server. Now, interestingly, Microsoft only rates this as important, probably because in order to exploit this vulnerability, the attacker needs to be logged into the system and needs to have access to files on the system. So really a little bit more of a privilege escalation vulnerability than a full remote code execution vulnerability. MS-16.115 is yet another security update for the Microsoft Windows PDF library. That's a distinct different library from the Adobe one that we saw being included starting in Windows 8.1. MS-16.116 is an update for VBScript, can be exploited and lead to remote code execution via a malicious website, which is why Microsoft and we rate this as critical. Finally, we do have the Adobe Flash Player update MS-16.117 fixes a good number of uh, different vulnerabilities. As far as I know, none of them has been exploited in the wild. So update that as you update all the other vulnerabilities that we have here. As far as patch priority goes, 
definitely go ahead and update your exchange servers. I think uh, that vulnerability probably has the most potential here uh, because it does affect a server that's sort of exposed uh, to the outside world. And then of course, go through the usual client side vulnerabilities, starting with your in Explorer vulnerabilities. Adobe also released updates for the Adobe Air software development kit and compiler. Not sure if anybody uses that. If you do, uh, please update. And then we got Apple's updates. Now, Apple's updates are, first of all, feature updates. It's iOS 10, Watch OS 3, and Apple TV OS 10 iOS 10 fixes seven uh, different uh, vulnerabilities. Nothing of that is hypercritical here. So take your time updating to iOS 10 because it is a major update, lots of new features. There have been some issues with early updaters for some of the iPhone 6S devices, which didn't recover from the update. Apparently, this was due to the update server not delivering complete updates. This is the first time that Apple does deliver all of these updates via HTTPS in the past. HTTP was used, now individual updates were digitally signed, but of course, it still allowed some tampering with the update process. Apple now fixed this and moved to an HTTPS only process for its updates. Well, that's it for today. Sorry for the long laundry list, but it's Patch Tuesday for you. Thanks for listening. Talk to you again tomorrow. Bye.